Well, he's got he's he's gonna be uh, roasting a hot dog on a skewer there if he's gonna be with the Billy naked. We got it. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with another wonderful bi-weekly question mark edition of Statehood. Joining me this week, as always, are my two co-compatriots, as I'm pretty sure is redundant, uh, Anthony. Hello. And Derek. It's getting wild here, folks. Hmm. Nothing of our prior conversation was wet or wild. Except for your fuse box, I suppose. Very wet and wild. <laughs> Which is not something a fuse box should be. All right. I'm just going to keep rolling with my late night coffee. And I'm going I'm to, we're, we're going to do Rhode Island. But before we do that, I'm going to steamroll us through no. some Florida lightning rounds. Uh, some people not like being hit by a steamroller. <laughs> what was, what was the, what was the one dude? One of those people. Freight train. The freight train. I thought you were to say freight train. Who is the who is the myth? The man who beat a train through the mountain with a jackhammer. What is that old? Oh, now that you've asked the question aloud, I cannot remember. Uh, uh, it's oh damn my gosh, I can't think of what the guy's name I is. I can't believe you've done this. He to has us. a sledgehammer and he beats it through the mountain, beats the train up, and then he dies at the end of it. I can't think of his name. I know he's African American, and I can't think of what his name is. <laughs> Oh no! Man versus train. Man versus train. What do I get? John <laughs> Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I don't think that's his name. Was his my name, name is my too. name too. <laughs> what a confusing ditty. I don't see it. Do you type in folklore? Oh god, here we go. John Henry. That's it. I said there was a Henry in it. John. That's Henry. why we couldn't remember it. It's the most normal name. <laughs> Yeah, they had to make it's not Davy Crockett. They had to make reading easy back in the day. Amazing. I actually had to scroll a decently far way to find John. Uh, I've already forgot. John it. Henry. John Henry. <laughs> oh, Two right first now. names. All right. All right. I'm already over in Florida. Come with me to Florida. I'm over here. No. Oh. <laughs> no, John Henry. Well, no. Thematically, shirtless Florida man accused of breaking into restaurant to steal uh, pancakes, pasta. I feel like Anthony was closer with pancakes, but only barely. Uh, to steal lava cake, cobbler, and ice cream. Oh, uh, okay, that's a good. That's a good. My answer there. had cake in the name. Yours did. <laughs> Mine <laughs> had a sauce. Pasta. Though both were bready. Yeah, starch, carbs, food. Man had a sweet fix and he needed needed it now. I really like. I hope he didn't eat it. I hope he just rubbed himself down with all the sweet food. Like he just had to get that sticky fix. <laughs> what? What? Are... So you know the stickiest of fix. That's... I don't think. Have you? That's have such a you ever taken motivation? Two lo- have you taken? That's such a weird motivation to do a crime. Have you ever just taken two lava cakes and pushed them flat up against your nipples and rubbed it and felt the warm goo dribble down your chest? 
Is this why you avoided work for like two weeks? Yeah, I, I, that one I time put a lava just... cake in the wrong part of my body and it burnt me. <laughs> the lava, the cake, lava cake was as hot as lava. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was a lava cake mess back in 2015. Derek suddenly vanished. <laughs> no one knew what happened. Florida man. Florida man enters cage with tigers to prove them chicken. Gets mauled. Tigers? Like literally that's how the article says it? What? You say tigers. 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 I didn't hear the T. I didn't hear the T. I heard tigers. I went, is that a weird subspecies? It's a weird nope. hybrid of tiger. <laughs> it's a so, what's the opposite of a hybrid where you remove part of <laughs> part of their genetic code? I mean I would just lock I would say simplified def- tiger. I would say defective tiger. <laughs> More lethal. No, yes. Florida man enters cage with tigers to prove them chicken gets mauled. I would say he was the chicken in that situation. Now, I I did open this further to confirm that he was, in fact, alive. He just can't walk. Because just barely. He can barely be fairly alive. Still a line I prefer not to cross. Florida woman, TSA officer, arrested for faking burglary reports since she was late to work. Hmm. My house got robbed again. Now, Sheila, isn't that the fifth time this week? Yeah. I keep leaving my doors open. I got a doctor's open. note. I have a doctor's note. Here's <laughs> my doctor's note for my house. Excuse me? Yeah, I got Was my- robbed. <laughs> Doctor signs off says she was robbed. Pinky swear. Now, of all things to say happened, I feel like something that the police would have to get involved in and could be easily tracked by anybody that says you follow the report. It's not the way to go <laughs> with that. I feel like finding police reports isn't... Yeah, but what else are you going to say is the reason you were late to being a TSA employee? Shit my pants in the car halfway there. <laughs> They're not going to want you I don't think that's it. a good enough excuse. You were going to show up with a shit pants? Yeah. Okay, well... Three <laughs> three of my tires exploded on the interstate. So I got bum. one good tire. <laughs> Stuck out <the> guitar. <laughs> just GTA, just, just driving sparks there down the highway. So many sparks. Florida man tried robbing a Waffle House with pancakes, uh, snake. <laughs> <laughs> now hold on, I you might be honest. I really, I really queued you up for that, didn't I? <laughs> yep. No. Florida man tried robbing Waffle House with finger gun, Sheriff says. Pew, pew. Give me all your waffles. <laughs> it's not it's not even the like finger gun in the pocket, like in the jacket pocket like thing. It's just him it's just actually holds, pointing his finger at something. I wish you wonder how many shots I've loaded in this baby. It's five <laughs> fingers. Sir, that's a finger. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my God! I lost all my hands in the war. <laughs> now it's a real gun. James Bond style fingertip falls away. It's a gun. I don't think James Bond's fingers ever fell away to reveal guns. No. I feel like that was probably that one sounds of his like enemies. a weird James Bond like villain. His enemy has finger fall off. I don't think James Bond's ever like, yeah, that one mission where I blew my whole arm off. Yep, I'm James Bond. <laughs> Although me, I do James like Bond. this idea where it's like uh, the the scientist guy that comes up with all of his cool gadgets and stuff it's just like all right bond i got another got another cool gadget for you it's like what is it just chops off his finger (laughs) put this this fake finger back on it's actually a gun (laughs) 
Why did you do that? Now, you see, it could have been a lot worse. Previous trials was the whole hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. Finally, Florida man hit another man in the face with a vacuum cleaner. Wow. Was this bounty paper towel guy versus Mr. Clean? And there's a battle of the cleans. My my question yes. was, is it a full-size vacuum that he's swinging around by the handle? <laughs> or uh, or if it was just one That'd of the like, handheld ones? Like a dustbuster. Significantly smaller, yeah. yeah. Actually, you're both wrong. It was actually just a carpet washer, so it has a lot of heft and weight to it, and he just killed the guy oh, instantly. Boy. Ah. This man regularly participates in strongman competitions. For the purpose of killing just, another man. Just hefts it at you. <laughs> so it was hefty. <laughs> Son of a... Damn it! <laughs> I can't keep queuing you up like this. Whippy, whippy, whippy. <laughs> there, <there's, laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> there's a thing about doing a callback, and then there's thi- there's a thing for unintentionally doing a callback. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. the latter right now. <laughs> All right, you boys ready to travel up the coast? Are we going to ride up back at John Henry, or are we going to just, you know... No, he's out in the west somewhere. I don't remember where that story's supposed to take place. <laughs> um, Our flight was delayed because the TSA person was late. So. Got shit their pants again on the way to work. <laughs> Damn. So while, three of their, while three of their tires blew out. <laughs> so when she has a blowout, also the weight blows out at least two to three of her tires because there's just so much going on in the car. And then her house just got so robbed. so much pressure. And she got robbed. <laughs> yeah. got Worst day ever. <laughs> And then the taxi she ordered uh, caught fire on the way. Ah, mm. oh, damn. I know. And then she got hit by a plane. Yep. All right, so All it right. sounds well, like we're bef- walking. It does sound like we're walking. And while we take this walk to the pinky toe of the United States, let's uh, let's get some money. Some money. <laughs> <laughs> they, both, they both are looking <laughs> the at me in confusion. <laughs> of the United States. <laughs> no, hold on. I now, stand I, by my, the my statement. Pinky- so is the big toe Florida? And what no, is Maine? Florida, is it all Florida, just a foot? <laughs> is it all just a foot? That's a Am great I question, just a foot? actually. It's a weirdly shaped high heel. Italy? Texas being the heel? The heel part of the heel? I'm confused Derek's now. I'm more confused. Uh, I'm so confused how Rhode I Island, said this little weirdly thing in the- shaped. Hmm. The, it's the pinky toe just shoved way up in there where you wouldn't expect to find it. And then a bum. We've gone too far on this. Let's go get money. See, I always thought of the United States as an awkward looking like dog or dinosaur. Dog? <laughs> you, have, you have, the, uh, you have, have the bottom part of Texas is the one back leg that's all weird looking. And then you have Florida, it's the weird front leg. <laughs> and then Dog. Rhode Island's part of the neck. <laughs> okay, huh. Maine's the head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is... makes more sense than the toe being Rhode Island. Now, hold on. No, now, you're not l- wrong. Let's... Now, hold on. Does that mean Alaska and Hawaii are just shits flying out the back? Or what's going on with those two? You know, I haven't I haven't come up with that. Why is everything scat sound with you? answer for those? Well, I mean, what else are these things flying out the rear end of a dog be? Please. Does make a fair point. 
He does make a fair point. And I just want to clarify, too, that I have never thought of the United States as being an no, actually, animal God, like hold that. On, hold on. But that was just kind of an on-the-fly response as something that pretty... sounds more logical than the Rhode Island being the toe. Uh, listeners, Correct. I've known Anthony for quite a few years now. This is all he talks about. Don't let this podcast... Us. In high school, kids would be like, what's your favorite thing? He's like... I think I see a dog on the map. And he would just draw all over it. Rottweilers. My, my high school geography report was a 10-page paper on why, of why the United a States looks like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, Mr. Wagner must have hated Rhode you Island? guys. God, did he ever. Uh, I think we're back from the ad break. When did we come back from the ad break? I think I guess we, that'll be up to whoever edits left. this. I, I think there was the break, but we didn't say anything for a hot second, and then we talked about all the weird things about ad break, and now we're back to the, we're just in now into Rhode Island. We're now officially back from the ad break. Welcome back from the madness. John Henry. <laughs> oh. All right, we're going to start with just some wonderful chaos. URI celebration of Patriots win features dumpster fire. Hmm. What was the first thing of that? URI. URI. University of Rhode Island. Oh. Okay, that makes much more sense. I thought it was like a weird, like... STD or something, right? How, yeah. how many colleges does? How many universities does Rhode Island have? Let's do. I'm saying right now, it's way more than you imagine because Columbus has like probably six, and I went. That's way too many for Columbus. Since he has like at least four off the top of my head. How many universities? So they celebrated a win by the Patriots. Yep. By doing a you know the general fire. New England team. I was trying to think who if they would be more one of the New York teams. Where are the Patriots located out of? As somebody who is ignorant to sports Foxborough. information. Well, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That sounds right. Are in Rhode Island. How yeah, many universities are in Rhode Island? Island? Would, would be part of them. The state's three public institutions. Is there an Ivy League college that isn't counted amongst the public institutions? Mm, Dartmouth. <laughs> is, is, Dart- <laughs> is Dartmouth in Rhode Island? Or did you just name an Ivy League school? It's somewhere over there on the coast. It's somewhere in the oh. Ivies. <laughs> the I have Ivies. to Google where. <laughs> I, get, I get really itchy when I start talking about those schools over there. Dart- where is Dartmouth? It's definitely not. I believe Island. it's right next to UC New Hampshire. Irvine. Damn it. <laughs> UC Irvine. Dartmouth is in New Hampshire. <laughs> you know, California. <laughs> what can Brown do for you? Where's Brown at? Cleveland. Is it Rhode, How is it Rhode Island the state for Family Guy that Family Guy's in? Name the Ivy League. Do, you, do, you, do we want to try <laughs> naming as many Ivy League right colleges? <laughs> <laughs> we got Harvard, Yale, Columbia, Dartmouth. Uh, Penn? Penn's one. That's Penn State. No. <laughs> Cambridge? Did I already say Cambridge? Or did I say Columbia? Is, I said Columbia. Is there any actually in Rhode Island? That's really all I care about at this point. Now, so you I said Cambridge. I... I thought that that was in England. No, it's is over it? in London, sir. 
Cambridge. The biggest ivy goes across the Atlantic Ocean <laughs> to Cambridge. <laughs> Is Cambridge College in England? Probably. I guarantee there's University. definitely a Cambridge. The University of Cambridge... Is in the United Kingdom. I'm a stupid idiot. Hey yo. <laughs> Welcome to America. Right. What we now call it? Back to the Ivy stuff. Uh, <laughs> got uh, Boston Red Sox. Pretty sure they have some Ivy out there in that. In the I will spat wall. out my coffee. <laughs> oh, and there's the Boston Celtics whose logo is a piece of Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what that is. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. After okay, so dumpster fire after her Patriots dumpster win. Dumpster fire after Patriots win. Three students were arrested following Sunday night's rowdy celebration. That's nothing compared to Bill's Mafia. Oh man! Now what? There's now no what is table safe for Bill's Mafia. You don't know what Bill's Mafia is, Will? No. Will is what oh, we call a non-sports person. It's wow. true. Well, you don't have to be a sports person to enjoy Bill's Mafia. Picture, you just gotta picture. enjoy jumping and elbowing folding tables. Now you know those tables you usually go camping with, the little foldy ones, or if you're playing a deck uh-huh. of cards at someone's house, the plastic ones. So Bill's uh-huh. Mafia is a group of people who cover themselves in ketchup and mustard and jump on tables outside the Bills football games. <laughs> and they break the tables. That doesn't as, sound as no folding table is safe. <laughs> no folding table is safe. It doesn't sound enjoyable at all. I don't know if they cover themselves in it before they jump. I think it's just that the table has they all the condiments from the the tailgating that's going on. I, I think they do. You know, quite ways. honestly, I think both are valid. Yes. I've seen people just get doused with just like spray bottles full of ketchup and mustard and then jump on tables. Oh. I prefer syrup because that way at least everything sticks to me and I can eat it later. <laughs> Leaves a nice wet smack sound when you hit the table. And when I bounce off, you can see how many strings I have from the table to me. <laughs> In Kingston, Rhode Island, three University of Rhode Island students were arrested Sunday night after a post Super Bowl celebration on campus became destructive. Mm, as as of every Super Bowl victory, there's some kind of destruction, right? Especially when you're just sick of the Patriots winning. I don't know sports. No, sorry, I, I don't think that's like what's. <laughs> well, I thought you said it was for the Patriots winning. No, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so they're celebrating I, the Patriots. I would say Anthony's that. turned me around. <laughs> I would say they're celebrating the win, so they're lighting things on fire and throwing them in a dumpster. To their credit, it's better than lighting a car on fire, because at least the dumpster is self-contained. Mostly, yes, <laughs> and tip assumedly full of things that people do not want, mm-hmm. like our models. Video of the. <laughs> like our models from freshman year. Yep. Womp womp. Womp womp. Video of the celebration shows students running through campus, tearing down stop signs, throwing traffic cones, and lighting fires in dumpsters. Now, can we, can we, as another sports person, can we, where did the destruction of property become a celebration of victory? When did destroying England. the town because of winning become just the thing you do? Like flip cars or burn things because we won the sports chip? Soccer fans. Probably, probably. I know I know that um, there's been a lot of destruction for people that have lost. And then at some point, it just equaled out to win or lose, <laughs> we're going to do the same thing. That way, we don't have to have two different plans. Mm, if that I'm way, thinking it just about went, this correctly, yeah. Oh. When, when, when the city knows they're hosting a sport event, 
they know to just prepare for destruction. Because, you know, I'm I'm getting blackout drunk, of course, while I'm watching my team play. Because that's that's basically, I mean, the way do, do I want to remember, remember it? the I don't win. know. So hey, anyway, I'm getting way. blackout drunk. So I, I know going into it, I only have the capacity to think of like one thing to do. So win or lose, I'm I'm going to burn that dumpster. Mm. Also, like ease of planning. Hey, everyone, regardless of the victory or the loss, we're just gonna burn things. And like everyone's yeah. just all right. It's a burn party or it's a destruction party. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's fire night. Everybody understands what fire night is. Everybody, it's fire night, and then <laughs> the whole night. town. And that's after Chicago in 1820. And then we saw what happened. Oh there. no! Fire night. <laughs> that dumb cow, Betsy. Betsy. You are, I believe, Chief Stephen Baker said three students were arrested, all on charges of resisting arrest and disorderly conduct. You'd think it'd be a little more than that with dumpster fires well, happening. Well, disorderly conduct was because they couldn't see the officers and they were running away because they were on fire. And then they got in trouble for running away because they were on fire. Two were also charged with fourth degree arson. I don't know what one through three are. Uh, in connection with the dumpster fires. Now, is it go one's the worst and then the higher the number, the I less? I was just thinking that. And I, I would think, think that that's how it has to be. I think one's the worst. Like, first degree murder is the worst. And like a fourth felony, I think you can get sealed. So Define. I think I think a higher number is a lesser offense and a, a small number is the greater offense. There's a fourth felony? Arson. Yeah. Define the degrees of arson. What are the different degrees of arson? <laughs> Define arsony. Well, let me show you, kids. <laughs> How to perform arson. Wait, hold on. Nope, I don't want to search that. Oh, God. <laughs> See, here's the, here's the problem. In South Carolina, at least, there are only three degrees of arson. So I don't know what this fourth degree is. First one is uh, a willful, a willful or malicious intent. The person causes an explosion, sets fire, or burns, or causes to be burned, or aids counsel for, or procures a burning. Oh, it's, uh, the exp- procures a burning. What is three? Right. Just so I can see what the other end is. Uh, three is the third. El- the the elements of third degree arson, each of which must be proven beyond a reasonable doubt, a willful or malicious intent. The person caused, that was the same as the first one. The difference is the explosion or fire results in damage, see definition of damage above, to any building not covered under the first or second degree statutes, or a rail car, ship, boat, watercraft, aircraft, motor, vehicle, or Yeah, let's go set that rail car on fire. (laughs) Push it down the hill, yeah! So first degree results in death. Mm-hmm. Second degree results in proper, like building damage, like property damage mm-hmm. um, or structural damage. Third degree is vehicular damage. Gotcha. So first is the worst because you killed someone and there's an explosion. And third is the least amount because you just lit something on fire. You lit somebody's mm-hmm. car on fire. And then fourth degree is essentially the equivalent of lighting a bag of dog poop on fire and leaving it mm-hmm. on somebody's front mm-hmm. porch. Mm-hmm. Seems to be. My neighbors love me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chief Baker added that this year's celebration was larger than in years past with more than 1,500 students involved. Oh, that's a the celebrations morning. began... 
The celebrations began it's right after the Patriots they have won. Celebrations for <laughs> you just full stopped. <laughs> yeah, well, you on my screen, you you weren't moving, and then all of a sudden, just words oh. just started coming yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a little lag there tonight. So that's why I was good, like, eh. good. Uh, anyway. Uh, I find it wild that they are doing this kind of celebration for a NFL team not affiliated affiliated with their university. What is their mascot? Will, what is their mascot? I was going to say, I feel like University of Rhode Island doesn't have and a big enough... The gooey ducks. <laughs> I'm sorry? The slugs. They don't the have clams. a lot going on for them marketing-wise, so I can't imagine... Clam chowder. Okay, if you were to actually guess. A big old um, bowl of clam chowder. The Rhode Uh, Island what? Okay, Mm. it's either a dog. The the two safest bets are dogs or birds. Are by far the two safest bets. Lobster. Lobster's good. I'm going to go with (laughs) anteater. Anteater? (laughs) Anteater. The Rhode Island aardvarks. (laughs) Damn close with an anteater there. No, 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 no. no. I was making a joke off yours. It's It's the Rhode Island rams. Well, kind of close, uh, like Andrew. Uh, <laughs> hey, how many Rams do they have in the state of Rhode Island? Uh, I doubt many. One, and it's their mascot. They have chained up in a basement. Are <laughs> Rams native to Rhode Island? I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think so. <laughs> Rhode Island Rams. Nope, this is the school. <laughs> nope. Is the school native to Rhode Island? <laughs> actually migrated down from Canada. It actually does not give me any kind of actual, do Rams live in this state? It's just all references to the school. They're hogging the market, and I want you to find the truth. Yep. Check the back the of celebrations. their uh, syllabus. There might be the Declaration of Independence in lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird and, like, just jumbled reference. <laughs> I like how it's not a map or anything. It's just the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and some lemon juice. <laughs> they do it to be safe at IRU because no one knows what the hell that is. Yeah, that way that way whenever uh whenever Nicolas Cage steals the declaration, we have a backup in lemon juice on the back of the We've got, the we've Rhode got Island. reserves. Nicholas Cage, why do you have to go to Rhode Island? I have to be the one who takes the Declaration of Independence from Rhode Island. I gotta remove all the duplicates. <laughs> the celebrations began right after the Patriots won, just after 10 p.m., and lasted until about midnight. So, honestly, not that long. That's not too bad. Oh, I mean, they got class in the morning. It's true. It's Sunday Lame. night. Super Bowl Sunday. A spokesperson for URI said that no said no official statement has been released but that the university is considering taking action against the three arrested students if it is determined that they or other students violated community standards. Dumpster fire? I don't, mm, I don't know if that's fire, against the fire standards. Fire everywhere. There's fire. Oh, my God. The buildings. Now, I do want to say I have seen a couple of of uh, dumpsters on fire. Hmm. Go on. And they, they always have turn you? out fine. It is I a mean, dumpster. Yeah, the the inside is a little like charred afterward. Like like you know, you have the whatever burned in it is just kind of a charcoal crisp in there. But the rest of it was metal, no. so it's kind of fine. What if I raise you this? I was gonna what say, if- Anthony, you work with 
Oh, go on. What if I wanted to go dumpster diving in the middle of the party? Now, do you see any issues with that? <laughs> I believe choice. that would be killing yourself. What <laughs> yeah. my gold I doubloons think... might be in the bottom of that dumpster. I think you're saying a really Anthony weird somebody... way of killing yourself. <laughs> Anthony is somebody who professionally works with very hot metals, just knowledge-wise. So I'm going to take his word on it that a dumpster fire is probably gonna be fine he just makes chain link fences don't let that man confuse you he just he doesn't make them he, just, he knows he what to do piece to of metal them. together to make fences <laughs> don't let that man fool you yep that's he's making me all chain day, mail just with, with little little pliers just twisting <laughs> little ringlets and twisting chain link fences together <laughs> yep but then he makes barbed wire for the prison system he's an all-around good guy wouldn't you believe it? There's actually not an easier way to do this. No, nope. I can only make about like three feet a day. My hands are blood every shift. But man, I feel so rewarded. Just know that whenever you see just chain link fences everywhere, know that that is thousands of people working on just that. All right, Derek, before I begin my next article, do you have a what you're going to do? All right, guys, if you want to put a uh, an accent to Rhode Island, do you think it'd be more Jersey or more Maine? Hybrid of Jersey and British. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. British? All right. British. Like, the British is barely there, but... Okay, Jersey. The Jer- it's, de- okay. it's not just Jersey. All right, let me... All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it be me from Rhode Island. You want to know what you're going to do in your state today? No, that's definitely more British. Hey, hey walk it in, British man. The 10 craziest laws in Rhode Island will have you scratching your head in wonder. Like it's that. weirdly Australian. <laughs> but when you said what kind of accent do you think they have, I didn't think I'm going to replicate whatever you say. Well, I had to get that was definitely I... a w, uh, uh, 70s or 80s WWE wrestler <laughs> mixed with British. <laughs> yeah. Also, the funny thing is I wrote, I've read the ad line for the laws and not even the weird places to go in Rhode Island. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So here are the 12 weirdest places you can possibly go in Rhode Island, the British Cockney state of America. Um, British Cockney. <laughs> How about the gun totem in Providence? Oh, gun so totem. Say, what is a gun totem? I will say, I will send you that. I'm one of those people. Be... I am. This is actually the first one that I'm. What I'm intrigued <laughs> to see. <laughs> what in the wild west? Oh my god! Okay, so they just <laughs> they they took a bunch of revolvers and they put them in concrete in a concrete, concrete. pillar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. This 12-foot-high structure is made from a 1,000 turned-in handguns and was dined by artist Boris Bailey. This is definitely a unique sight. Wow. So it's I certainly unique. really hate it now because it just ruined a 1,000 guns. It's, it's <laughs> very bad. It's very bad. It doesn't look good. And, like, why? A little, a little rusty. Um, now that we've looked it's at our rusty. tailor of guns, have you guys know how many emus are in the state of Rhode Island? How many 30. emus do I think are in the state of Rhode Island? Um, I'm going to say 200. 200 emus. That'd be a fun fact that I would also would like to know. But 
on the fantastic umbrella factory, <laughs> emus run the property while you make vintage umbrellas. Excuse me? While I make vintage umbrellas. The umbrella I feel factory. Like the it, fact that I am making an umbrella means that it is no longer vintage. <laughs> They're made out of real <laughs> emu legs. Oh no. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have a picture of this? <laughs> so unfortunately, here's the thing. I'm so uh, confused. There is we're not gonna there's no emus harmed in the making of this podcast. This is also a terrible image of whatever the hell we're doing. But it says it's the Umbrella looks- Factory is a hidden gem featuring many fun attractions, like making umbrellas. This looks like somebody's meth shack. Went, you understand that, I, right? I went to search how many emus are in the state of Rhode Island. I got the answer, or I, the the autofill. How many emus uh-huh. died in the emu war? Oh. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that sounds bad. Um. That does not sound good. How about the big blue bug on I-95? The big blue bug? I could not say that five times fast. The big blue bug solutions. I couldn't tell if it was going to be like an insect or the Volkswagen. This unique attraction might be a drive-by visit, but it's still worth it. The big blue bug has been a Rhode Island icon for decades. and can be seen on I-95 through Providence. So it looks like a big blue grasshopper. This is the equivalent of driving through Dayton and saying, hey, did you guys see the robot on top of the bowling alley? Hmm. Yeah. It's not that impressive. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not that great. Let's see. We can also go to... Uh, actually, I want you both. I'm going to have at the same time... drop t- us an image. I'm going to have you both tell me how you would say that. Shush. <laughs> I want Anthony to go first. Anthony should definitely go first. Musei Patamechanique. Okay. Yeah, actually. I the only change I would make would be Musei Patamechanique. Pat, yeah, I don't know. The double Musée. E but with the the accent yeah. being over the first E kind of throws me there. I'm also not French. Yeah, I, I, I never know if it's Mousset or Moussier. I say... Because it could be both, honestly. Moussier, Patamechanique. Mechanic. This private museum yeah. is strictly appoint, appointment only, but definitely worth a visit if you can manage to make it inside. What? Largely inspired by the concept of a cabinet of curiosities, this is a museum experience you won't soon forget. And I'll send you... This is their advertisement. Tell me if that's not horrifying. That's some Lovecraftian nonsense. Yep, that's that's something. It's like somebody was trying to be Lovecraftian and like just learned how to do Photoshop. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely pretty simple. Cool. Yeah, it's simple. It's nice, but concerning. And then we're gonna do for the last one. We're gonna do good old Fort Wetherill, Jamestown. Wait. Wetherill? Wetherill. Oh my god. Oh, hey, look. I think this is I think this is just a screenshot from the Slenderman game. Yeah. yeah. This former Coast Guard artillery fort is not for the faint of heart with various dark and eerie tunnels stretching across the acres of land. The beautiful granite cliffs on the edges of the fort make for a breathtaking view of Narnagasset Bay and it's supposedly haunted at this point. And just a great canvas backdrop for random graffitis. Oh, Sam has clearly made good use of this. Sam has. Now, I do see Sam. 
It looks like Sam was there. I can only assume based on spray paint colors. And Sam was here. I'm going to assume Sam was here May 11th, 2005. So, Sam, if you're listening to this, we know. We, we know what you did. And we will do nothing of it. Yeah. So, once again, we're getting these really small states where, once again, if you don't know the size of Rhode Island, it's extremely tiny. There's not a lot of room for attractions. So, a lot of these become roadside attractions. So there's like the milk can by Route 146, the dragon by Route I-95, the gun totem. These are all things you drive by. You don't actually stop at these things. You just drive by and you wave and pretend like Rhode Island was fun, and then you're all the way to Massachusetts. You drive by them, and you either don't notice them, or if you do notice them, you go, huh. Yeah. And you go about your day. Yeah, that's that's the uh, summary. So, hey, what you going to do, Rhode Island? <laughs> that was, I don't even know what that was. <laughs> Hey, real quick, that before was... we get too far away from this, you want to learn what I learned about emus? I would love to learn about the great about emus. emu war. So, so no, I did not. I did Google uh, to try to see if I could find what Anthony was looking up, but uh, I found how many emus are there in the world. Mm-hmm. The current population is around seven hundred twenty-five thousand. Okay, but uh, the part that I found interesting was that the second sentence is. Emu populations vary from decade to decade, depending on rainfall. Now, what do you think rain? What do you think the yearly rainfall average does to emu populations? Well, I'm I mean, assuming it, it goes it dictates. Other way. It dictates how many emus sprout each spring. So, <laughs> yeah, yep, that, yep. Kind of like how emu pine, eggs are fertilized by rainwater. Kind of like how pine cones only open up when it's really hot or a fire. Same with emus. If it doesn't rain enough, they don't come out of the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why they do controlled burns in Yellowstone and the pine cones just explode and shoot their seeds everywhere. Is that why those hikers pass away every year from exploding pine cones? <laughs> yep. Yep. They didn't see the be careful doing controlled burn today. Granada do pine cones and you hear them, people yeah, throw them and they explode on the essentially trail. Essentially a grenade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pine cones, nature's grenades. Hmm. All right. So, uh, this happened in this is this is a Massachusetts man, mm-hmm. but it happened in Middleton, Rhode Island. So I feel oh, like I can I can claim this. Okay, do it. Claim it. Pee on it. Massachusetts firefighter. No, mm. Massachusetts firefighter arrested in Middleton for naked run through Seven Eleven. We're streaking. No. We're just streaking we're in the quad. It, no, you're streaking at the 7-Eleven. Now, hold, let me ask you. Usually when you go to shop yes. with something, you want clothes to hide them. Do you think this man's keystring, the, clo- the things he's stealing from 7-Eleven? Mm-hmm. Is he stealing at all? This is my uh, my take. I was going to say, it'd be a bold choice to steal while naked. You're definitely drawing attention to yourself. <laughs> now, what if the naked, like, what if it's like a magic trick? Like, you can carry as much out as you want, but if they're staring at your peen the whole time, they're not going to notice you're stealing. They're going to be peen! Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's always there's, something above your head walking that. out. No, they're staring at that as your key strength stuff on the other side. <laughs> Look at that footlong slim team! <laughs> I do like the op- the the magic of illusion. So if I just shake it around a lot while I'm walking out, I was gonna notice the bullet stuff I'm carrying out over my head. <sighs> Ever seen a man helicopter? And then you're like, I also fight fires. And they'll be like, Oh, he's a firefighter. Oh, and he's naked. Was he stealing something? I can't tell. I was too distracted by what his job and what he was doing. Hmm. I like it. So was he doing the helicopter? or What was he doing with his peen? <laughs> well, 
the initial statements. Uh, girlfriend of TV's John Walsh, age 60, <laughs> reportedly told officers that she dared him to enter the store naked. Wait, hold on. 60? So it's 60. He, he is 60 years old. Uh-huh. Go on. <laughs> it is also not TV's John Walsh. This is just also a man named John Walsh. Mm, this is TV's big dick Johnson going into 7-Eleven naked. <laughs> this is not John Walsh known for America's Most Wanted, the TV show John Walsh. Mm. This is different mm. John Walsh. This is Chris Hansen. If I say John Walsh too many more times, oh. I'm going to lose the meaning of the name. Who's the guy who owns Motel 6? He'll leave the lights on for you. Tom Burdett. <laughs> Tom Bodet. <laughs> is this Tom Bodet in Rhode Island as a firefighter? In a Linfield, Massachusetts man was arrested in Middleton, Rhode Island after police say he bought a Diet Coke at a 7-Eleven while completely nude. I mean, that's okay. With so me. he was not stealing. Where was he keeping his money? That was my next question. <laughs> I, I hope just in his hand. Hold on, sir. <laughs> Oh, hold on, I think I got Here's a quarter. my $10 bill. Oh, God, we don't, need, we don't need any more prompting for Derek to say the word keystone. He actually just paid in bankrolls of quarters. Actually, there. Oh, man, it, kept, it came unwrapped. You're going to hear a lot of clanging on the Diet floor. Coke. Ting, 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 ting. I think that's enough. Hold on. All right, there should be enough. There you go, sir. Bankrolls, plural of quarters, is an expensive Diet Coke. Well, yeah, because he paid. Well, he paid for a Diet Coke. And well, I guess, yeah, I guess a bankroll would be like ten dollars. So I think it's ten dollars. It's been a while since I've rolled change. Well, hold on. Was it? Was he did say can? Could be a two liter. It's true. Okay, so he spent like three or four dollars, <laughs> and he had to get some change back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole it actually a two for two deal. Roll. Can I get some change back for this? No, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's like you want to see imagine he's doing the thing where he's like I'll pull money out like putting behind the person or he's like pulling quarters out behind the cash register's ear is this your pretending quarter? the entire time like he's not naked <laughs> sir can you please meanwhile stop the doing... poor 7-Eleven employee is just sitting and going <sighs> the third time for this, for this. Guys coming doing why can't my job be normal <laughs> John Walsh age 60 was charged with disorderly conduct by Milton police on Wednesday. So he's 60 years old and still a firefighter? Mm. Or who's this firefighter? Yep. He's the yep. firefighter. He's the one driving the truck. Because he shouldn't have yep. the one in the building fighting the fires. <laughs> yeah, but don't, don't worry. Him being a firefighter. Fighting the fires. <laughs> well, he's going he's he's to be uh, roasting a hot dog on a skewer there if he's going to be on the building naked. Sir, where's your gear? <laughs> I, where's your 50 sir, pounds of gear? It's, sir, I feel the fire between my knees is the best way to fight a fire. It, it's me too hot in here to wear all that heavy gear. <laughs> I, I have a sweating problem and a chafing problem. I have to be naked, sir. <laughs> So he's completely naked. He just waddles around to avoid chafing. <laughs> he's just got the fire hat on. Well, that way people know he's not a weirdo. He's at least a firefighter with his fire hat on. He's supposed to be here, guys. Don't worry. Well, <laughs> Don't want that naked, ugly guy? Yeah, that's a firefighter. Oh. Middletown police pulled issue. over. He's like squatted way down, like <laughs> he's just below the smoke line. He's, he doesn't have to lay down. He's just squatting so hard behind the smoke line. He just waddles <laughs> to the building like a crab. 
<laughs> his thighs are built. <laughs> okay. uh, hey, when he when he when he won that so love, they weren't even surprised he was naked. Like, damn, sir, your thighs. <laughs> We've broken Anthony with this one. Yeah. Oh. oh, that was the mental good. imagery. Middleton police pulled over Walsh and his girlfriend after a store clerk reported the incident, surprisingly enough. According to the police, Walsh's girlfriend told the officers that she dared him to walk into the store naked after he said it was legal to do so in Rhode Island, apparently. <laughs> he felt pretty confident in his choices. I would say so if he just walked in there naked. I'm a firefighter. I know the laws. Now, are we pitching this like a 30-year-old, like, this is like a sugar sugar daddy situation, or is this like another six-year-old woman who's doing dares? Because I feel like this seems I, out of the realm of a 60-year-old doing a 60-year-old dare. I feel like she's in high school. Well, no. Hold on. In college. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. R-I-R-U-U-R-I. Yep. They're, they're young at heart. No, I hope so. Rhode Island law defines indecent exposure as exposing one's genitals, quote, for the purpose of sexual arousal, gratification, or stimulation under circumstances in which his or her conduct is likely to cause an affront, distress, or alarm to that person. Jesus in the register. Yeah, so if I could get, like, change back for the course I dropped. Audience, you can't see this. Derek is air air humping. humping. He's doing the helicopter. He's like, yeah, sorry, I just gotta... Get some change out of my ass, and then he's gonna be like, "There you go. Here's the sleeve of quarters I keep in there. I get some change." He's licking his audience. Lips. I apologize for giving Derek so much firewood to work with hey. today. Yeah, this been a lot. Apparently, a lot of kindling wood, a lot of firewood. Hey guys, ready to hear the the fun part about Walsh being a fireman? Let's do it. Walsh is a captain for the Linfield Fire Department and has been a part of the department since 1979. Holy crap. Back in my day, we didn't use to fire fires with clothes on because we wanted to teach the fire who balls. This man is doing this with the confidence and like so, the, so he's the social authority. Training all of the firefighters to waddle around exactly. naked inside of the building. So here's the thing. He's fought so many fires in his life and he's been naked doing all of it. His skin is so roasted and tight. One. He's got the body of a 25-year-old yet because his skin has just been burned to a beautiful crisp. It's just tanned leather at this point. His face doesn't look like it. My God, when he takes his clothes off, everyone has to stare. Because my God, the man of a God. All the waddling, his thighs. I cannot express <laughs> yeah. enough how built thighs his are thighs massive. are. He's got the face of Eustace Bag with the body of Arnold Schwarzenegger in one of the Terminator movies. <laughs> he has currently been placed on administrative leave pending an investigation. Linfield Fire Chief Glenn Davis told the reporter he told his staff to a very he holds his staff to a very high standard, but declined to comment further. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, boys, I've let you down. Hey, Chief, it says if you had a sexual... It says you can do it, but there was a sexual element that got you in trouble. Yeah, I was doing what we call the uh, the helicopter in the middle of checking out, and people were not thrilled. I thought Rhode Island law was very clear. Apparently, I was wrong. I was told my friends Rhode Island was the sexiest state, and they would really appreciate it. <laughs> All right, what what else? What else can't we do? How do you look that captain in the eyes after his leave comes back? He's like, everyone back on the force. Did 
you got suspended because you were naked at a Seven Eleven. How do I follow you into fire? There's no respect. There's no respect for that captain ever again. Actually, and like, well, or is, is there more that? respect now? I said they all show up. Or is there more respect? Yeah, naked the next time I go find a fire, <laughs> miss their captain. They actually just put out the next fire by they all, all strip in solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it. I'm gonna say they all peed on oh, it, no. but I guess we can helicopter the fire to death. I mean, or <laughs> anything wants to do it, it just cause enough wind. It, it creates such a wind flow that it just blows out the fire. Yep. Actually, it spread to six more buildings before the the amount of material was burned. Oops. Oops. Oh, oopsie poopsie. All right. What else can't this? fire captain do it while he's in Rhode Island that he might um, think he may be able to do. Here, I got this one. Speaking of pickles, throwing pickle juice on a trolley <laughs> is an offense in Rhode Island. Interesting. Very specific. Makes me wonder if that's one of those ones that's like more vague, but they're just like, technically, this is illegal because of the vagueness of the law. Yeah. Yep. Good old pickle juice. Professional sports except ice polo and hockey must obtain a license to play games on Sunday. Hmm. What is ice polo? Uh, it's the Lord's sport. That is why it can only be played on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is it horses on ice? <laughs> it can't be. That's far too dangerous. Well, what yeah, I know of the horse polo, ice and polo. I know of water polo. And I know of the water polo. So is this like pol- water polo on ice? So you drown under the ice while you're trying to play the game? Maybe no it's oxygen? not fully ice. Maybe it's just that they have it like an ice bath where there's a bunch of ice cubes. Mm. And you have to swim through it. And whoever doesn't get hypothermia for the <laughs> longest wins. <laughs> okay, so I have a very brief description of what ice polo is. Ice polo. The purpose of ice polo is, believe it or not, to score goals against the opposing team, much like ice hockey. Each unit consists of two participants. Now, I don't know how many units are on each side of the team, but each unit is two participants, one acting as the pony, a.k.a. the pusher, and the other player who is sitting on the pony, known as the whacker. (laughs) So it's wow. somebody riding another person. <laughs> Pushing a this ball sounds like this sounds like a more complicated version of Quidditch. And now that I've looked up a quick picture, I'm not far off. Hold on. You gotta get so much type copy image of just ice polo. That'd be weird. Now, here's the best part for Anthony and I. You cut out a lot there. All I heard was pushing and ponies for a while. And man oh, pushing okay. Ponies. So you sit on like a, a child's chair, basically. One one person pushed pushes that, and then the other person whacks. Okay. Well, you, when you were saying that the one person is the pony and the other person <laughs> rides the pony, it sounded like That's there was the one person said. who was actually like on the ice that was being ridden by somebody else. No, I agree. That was the image I had in my head because this sentence says one acting as the pony, i.e. the pusher, and the other player who is sitting on the pony. This picture gives a much more full illustration of what's going on. Do you guys want to go play ice polo? Uh, No, not really. 
riding well, a on. horse over any public highway for the purpose of racing or testing the speed of the horse is illegal. <laughs> I want to know this horse's horsepower. <laughs> so you race against a car going 65 and you figure the math out how fast it goes past you. Intentionally biting off someone's limb is understandably illegal in the ocean state. Okay. How many arms can you oh. bite off? Now, see, okay, that makes more sense that it's all appendages because mine just says no one may bite off another person's leg. And I mm. thought that it was weird that they would limit it to just legs. Just the leg. Just the leg. <laughs> that seems, I mean, if you can, if you accomplish that, I feel like that's a feat at after a certain point. I would hope so. Hopefully you would stop at that point. Cap guns are illegal. Cap guns. Cap guns. Little noise makers. I feel like we've had cap guns before. Yeah, I would say that's probably a cap good law nowadays. Go... Yeah. Cap guns just go right into the statue. <laughs> the gun tone just gets bigger and bigger over here for the cap I, guns. I, I actually game. still have my cap guns from when I was a kid. Do you really? Well, uh, I was told I had to somewhere. clean out some of the garage space. <laughs> and then my dad was like, here, here's your cap guns. Either I'm throwing them out or you're taking them. And I said, well, I guess I'm taking them. <laughs> the amount of fake people I've shot with those, I can't let those go to the dumpster. There is a law requiring loud noises to be made whenever you pass someone on the left. <laughs> Not specifically left. like a horn or anything. You just, you just scream at them scream. as you're passing. <laughs> Pretty much says a turn signal just does not cut it in Rhode Island. Good. Only on the left, though. Only on the left side. Right turn, you're fine. In Providence, you may not sell toothpaste and a toothbrush to the same customer on a Sunday. I don't know why that what would ever be a law. What what malicious act would I be performing with both the toothbrush and oh, the toothpaste I just got into on town. Sunday? I'm, I'm on a business trip here. Just got in on Sunday. I forgot my toothbrush and toothpaste. I got to go buy some. Only one. It's like trying to get Chick-fil-A. One or the other. Do you want the toothbrush or do you want the toothpaste? Could you make the toothbrush into a shank and rub toothpaste in the wound? Would that be a very deadly combo? That sounds I think incredibly you're painful. It then at that point. Are you sanitize? Probably. <laughs> um, it is illegal to coast downhill in neutral in the state. Oh, well. Seems dangerous. That seems quite dangerous. You have no power. You're just kind of going. Now, what if you're in a car with the manual transmission? If you go backwards, they just blow your their legs off. <laughs> but, oh, like pushing the clutch in oh. is like nope. putting it in neutral. Can't do that. You always got to be in go. <laughs> you just red Only in go. <laughs> RPM's maxed out. <laughs> Good <old> hold. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Only anyway. ever and go. Anthony, hey, what's your last one? Oh, my last one is any marriage where either of the parties is an idiot or a lunatic <laughs> is null <laughs> and void. Mm. Now, who decides that one? <laughs> I believe it is whatever person wants out of the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that one is an idiot. Null and void. <laughs> All right, I guess you're free to go. That's the easiest divorce process I've ever heard of. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got one more. 
And I think this one will be very enjoyable for Derek, as he is a fan of the spooky films. Oh, well, I was going to say a lot of keystrings, but that's okay. <laughs> no, yeah, no I thought keystring. we just went over the, the one that was entertaining for Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Though I'm sure Derek will somehow bring this back to keystring. I don't know how. Don't you worry. Anything's keysterable if you believe in yourself. Yep. The owners of The Conjuring House sue Warner Brothers over trespassing fans. Now, hold on. How can you sue a movie company for people coming on your property because of a movie you allowed them to make? It's a great question. How does that circle of suing work? I don't understand that. The only thing I can think of is if the... You said it was... Wait, what, what movie? The Conjuring. No, what company? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. If Warner Brothers said, hey, we filmed all of this here at this house and gave the location of it. It's the only way that I can see that like they would be at fault for anything. But it's a based on a true story, so you can find the address online. Yeah, but like stuff that's based on true stories don't get filmed at the actual They didn't go to the actual house, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I mean Well, maybe. maybe. Do you know that? Maybe, baby? I don't know. Let's find out. (laughs) The horror hit, The Conjuring, has summoned up unwanted attention for the Rhode Island couple who owned the farmhouse that inspired the movie. Mm. According to a lawsuit blaming Warner Brothers for inciting a parade of overzealous fans to their home. Because, of course, they did. Now, that would be kind of creepy if you, like, actually live there or something (laughs) and you just, like... (laughs) See stuff that gets like moved around, like a doll that just gets like placed in like <laughs> different spots. According to court documents obtained by, uh, it's just Pablo according to court Escobar. documents, uh, <laughs> according to court documents obtained by E.W. Norma Shootfield or Shortcliffe and Garfield Hell Hellrif Hell Hellfield Hellrich. <laughs> All right, let me take Alan Poe and Hellraiser. (laughs) Goodness. Actually, I'm just going to say the owners of the home because, damn. There you go. Their names are a lot. Garfield. And who's their bunk suite? Voldemort here. (laughs) (laughs) According to court documents obtained by the owners of the residence, uh... They are seeking to hold the studio and filmmakers responsible for a conjuring instigated siege of their property. Hmm. Yeah. It would have been funnier Garfield if they really used like, the movie as a joke. Like, the conjuring of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an oxymoron. Gotta, gotta have it. Gotta have those bad puns. Since the release of the film in July 2013, the couple have dealt with Threats of physical violence and harm, sleepless nights, and the worry that one day one of the many trespassers will commit an act of destruction, violence, or harm, the suit alleges. Now, Give me the boy who lived! I will kill him on your property! (laughs) (laughs) Now, the thing is, why are they living there? The place is haunted. Why are you there? Because they want the spooky tingles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they want the spooky tingles. I like living in my haunted house because I get the spooky tingles. I th- oh, <laughs> if you don't Casper. use that as the cold open. <laughs> the spooky tingles? The spooky tingles. Casper, stop touching me there. I don't need the spooky tingles. Especially oh, if no. like 
if in the movie The Conjuring they like made it exactly like to People look like die. the house. No, oh, like made it look yeah. like the house exactly. Like it's like an exact replica of what the person's living in, and they're watching the movie in their house. And there's like they see like the the demon thing <laughs> on the screen. It's so just, like, stressful. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Huh. That's in that corner that. right there. <laughs> Looks like Zillow it is tomorrow, dear. <laughs> <laughs> We're sleeping with all the lights on. Or it would be funnier if they didn't know that that was the house mm. until after the movie came out. <laughs> they're one of those people who bought a house in the panic of the early 2021. And then they're like, yeah, it's a great house. Look at all the land. And they bought yeah. it. And they're like conjuring the movie. You got this like, for oh, a steal. Why is this house? Honey, why does this house look familiar? Why? I don't know. Why is there actress and actresses filming at this location? It's a, better, it's a good steal. <laughs> the conjuring. Oh. Hey. The conjuring was marketed as being based on a true story of the ghost hunters Ed and Lorraine Warren, who investigated strange goings-ons at the house of uh, Roger and Carolyn Perrin in the 1970s. <laughs> the current owners bought the house in 1987 and lived there, quote, in peace until 2013, the lawsuit says. The complaint also says Warner Brothers made and released the film without notifying them. Hmm. That would be probably where to get sued. So that that probably yeah. is the the whole reason is that they <laughs> they live there and then all of a sudden it's like, well shit, our house is haunted. <laughs> well, also imagine just people standing in the yard like, haunted house, haunted house. They're like, excuse me, what are you saying? Get out the haunted house. They're like, I live here. And there's people like in the fog We're trying in to help you. <laughs> Put it on yeah, no could, you, could you imagine driving home from work and there's just a crowd of people outside your house one day and you're just like, uh... I'm confused on where the threats of violence are coming from. I'm going to beat the shit right. out of you for going in that house. <laughs> beat the shit what? out of you for living in this house. <laughs> My Ouija board that says Zozo wants me to beat the shit out of you out here. In addition to Warner Brothers and the director, the suit names as defendants uh, New Line Productions... Uh, the Saffron Co- Company, Evergreen Media Holdings, and producer Tony DeRosa Grunz. <laughs> Tony Danza. <laughs> Five individual Danza. trespassers and John and Jane Doe's uh, one through 500. 500? So, 500 trespassers. Voldemort's only raising an army in the middle of Rhode Island. Yeah, no kidding. Go back to the shed! Hide in the shed for later! It's all the Death Eaters. <laughs> the owners are seeking unspecified damages. I don't know what that means in legal terms. $20? Uh, one of them broke my flower pot, and it'll be Whoa. $20 to replace it. <laughs> so the legal fees are three grand. Yeah, but that was a special flower pot that I would like to replace. now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a spokesperson for Warner Brothers has declined to comment on the lawsuit. Yeah. I guess you could sue for someone if they made a movie about the place you lived in and people showed up. Yeah, no kidding. That's what I learned today. At least notify the residents. Hey, we're making a movie about your house. Did you know ghosts were here? By the way, did you know this was haunted at one point? <laughs> Excuse me. Did you know that this place was violently haunted? Well, yeah. That is, uh, that is, that is the weird that I have dug up. In the very tiny pinky toe state of Rhode Island. 
Um, if you have any other weird or wild articles that you would like to send our way to supplement the podcast, uh, you can send them over our way still at thisisstatehood at gmail.com. That's all one word. This is statehood at gmail.com. Put your name and whatever state it is in the subject line, and we will give you a shout-out if we read it on the show. That if is really just a when. You send us an article, we will read it on the show. That is a guarantee. Boys, you're going to flip for our sponsor who does our music. Flip out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is the, uh, the I guess, the dream, the makers. The, uh, the dream makers? The Tony Danzas of the music world. The Tony Danzas. Uh, <laughs> the Tony Danzas. Uh, Flip, yeah, they make our intro, outro, and our am music. They are continuously working on new music, so go give them a like on pretty much all social media, and you can find their music just about anywhere. I had to Google Tony Danza. That's not the human I was expecting. Tony Danza! <laughs> All right. Well, that's been Rhode Island, and I have been your uh, your main host, Will. I've been the Kegler, Derek. <laughs> and I've been Garfield Hellraiser. <laughs> Everybody's favorite Kegler elf. Derek. Oh my gosh, the Kegler Elf, Derek. That's an extra fudge on that cookie. Good night, everyone. Stay weird, America. <laughs>